Howdy, fam. We're here to talk about the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. And we can tell you, no cap, this movie's got drip, and it's living rent-free in our heads, and we stan it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it was lit, man. It was, it was lit. Yeah, it was lit. And, and vibe-checked and simped. Absolutely. Uh, it was 100% Billy eyelashed. <laughs> uh... What we're alluding to is, well, this is the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's actually the ninth movie in the series, but they didn't give it a number or subtitle, which personally annoys me. And it's it's got modern sensibilities, as as you will see in the recap. Yep, I would, uh, yep. <laughs> God. It's, it's oh, no. well, we'll put a review up front in, just in oh, case yeah. you don't want to be spoiled for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 9. Uh, my review, it it's bad. <laughs> it's a bad movie. <laughs> Wait, can I? All right, let me. I want to, I want to give it a little bit more. Uh, you know, um, it, it uh, it's bad. Mm-hmm. That's what I came up with. All right, I tried. It's bad. It's uh, a- Texas Chainsaw Massacre 9, uh, colon. Bad. Right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 9. Uh, I don't know. What would you even subtitle this? It hits different, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Chainsaw hits different. <laughs> and I think I've now exhausted every piece of Zoomer lingo that I know. I, You knew so much more than me. I'm incredibly <laughs> proud of you. Um, I, I, uh, You did a wonderful job. You tried. You did so good. But what we're doing right now, that's the movie uh, writ small, because the movie is is 40-year-old Hollywood psychos trying to be like, well, how did, what are kids these days, what are they like? We'll put them in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and then they'll see themselves in it, and it will re- revitalize this, this kind of unpopular horror franchise. Um, yeah, and that reads uh, pretty clearly through, uh, definitely, but... At the same time, you know, uh, I want, okay, I watched it again today. Mm-hmm. I watched it, I uh, watched it three times now. He loves it. Because I'm just a huge <laughs> masochist. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I love uh, to hurt myself in, in this particular way, I guess. Um, but it's, it's really confusing. It, it's really confusing because the old, they did get one thing right about Zoomers. Mm-hmm. They got exactly one thing right. And that's that they, they are massively confusing. Uh, and I can't tell which way is up and which way is down at any point in time. It like the, the millennial version of this would just be cringed from one direction. Right. But this was cringed from like three directions. Right. The, both their attempts uh, to tune into Zoomer culture that failed and the ones that succeeded uh, were cringe. <laughs> cringe. Also, yes. Zoomer lingo. Ah. Ah. Okay, let's just get into it. Let's get this yeah, over Yeah, well, with. that's the review, let's guys. It's not with. good. Uh, you don't need to watch it. It came out on Netflix a month ago, and to, like, absolutely no fanfare, I didn't hear anybody mention this movie was coming out. I just saw it nope. on Netflix one day. I feel like they were legally obligated to put it on the platform, but contractually, and just <laughs> would not otherwise. So, yeah, before, well, do you have any relationship to the other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies? I've, I've probably seen 
a few, although I don't have strong memories of them. Did, like, Rob Zombie remake the movie in the early aughts? I think that happened. If that happened, I think I saw that one. I do not have a strong relationship to this franchise, uh, but I have seen the classics. I've, mm-hmm. seen the, I've seen the old ones, and honestly, they're pretty, sca- they're pretty scary. Uh, they're not scary in the same kind of uh, impending way, but they're absolutely filled with atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and everything feels, you know, it's, it's scary because it feels real. Yeah, and and they're very influential. Like, if you've seen The Hills Have Eyes, or if you've played, like, Resident Evil 7, they take a lot of their notes from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is a pretty scary horror movie. Uh, there's nine movies, I, I, uh, including this one, I've probably seen three or four of them, including the first one. I, I, I'm not sure what are the ones in the middle that I have seen. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like any of the other um, the franchises from that time. Like, there's a lot of stuffer. There's a lot of filler, uh, but the original definitely stands up super well. Um, actually, I would say that it's the best by far because you all the the kind of the classic, the classic effects, the physical effects, and all that, um, and even just the camera work and the grittiness of everything just works so well with the theme. And the actors um, of like the hideous, uh, like evil redneck family are doing an amazing job in the original. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it reads as uh, true because I if, I may be wrong, but I think the original was one of the more kind of like uh, bootstrap DIY productions where mm-hmm. people were just, I think, really fucking psyched to be doing it um, and really uh, having, a, having a good time. Yeah. And that what's missing from this movie are the other members of the family who are all like really over the top and broad and arch like you know people acting in in a community haunted house and and for me they're the best parts of that original movie and they're not in this one it's only leatherface who's you know got no characterization he's just like the big bad but even worse than that they went one step further like into the worst part of that is where they tried to give leatherface <laughs> yeah sympathetic feelings <laughs> and uh, sympathetic vibes and uh, like a uh, I, like I, okay, I understand why you would try to do that, but then my understanding as a rational human being is that both yourself and everyone around you should instantly say, that's insane. Right, like, uh, should Stop. we feel bad that Leatherface, uh, a, 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 a serial killer for probably going on like six decades now gets evicted from his house? That's, that's the least thing that should happen to him. <laughs> I mean... Honestly, James, think about this, though. Like, okay, he's not responsible, okay, for the conditions of his upbringing, the actions that led him there. Okay, can't you just catch a quick vibe? Right. And rela- just just chillax and, and, and lay back. And uh, I'm, oh, I'm so much worse than, at this than you. <laughs> well, I'm so much worse. Everybody who's judging uh, Leatherface for his horrendous crimes really needs to check their privilege uh, because exactly. he's a, he's a victim in this situation too. Mm-hmm. He, he is. He's a victim. <laughs> <laughs> and he's valid and we see yeah. him. Exactly. Exactly. And none, none of this, none of this trouble is brought to his doorstep. You know, he, he can't be blamed for any of it. And he, we're just, we should actually just take a minute and celebrate his differences. That's right. And and if I'm being honest with you, uh, everybody who's who's bashing Leatherface, 
that's going to be a real yikes for me, dog. And it's making me super uncomfy. Leatherface is heckin' cute and valid, and we stand him. We, we stand him, sorry. <laughs> is it? Is it? Okay, yeah. All right. It's Stan. I didn't know that. Is it Stan or Stan? It's, it's Stan. Stan. Right? From, is, is, that the, is that an Eminem reference? It is. It is. Right. To be like Stan from the song. Oh, okay. Yeah. My students were uh, saying that a while back. And right. I had no idea what they were talking about. And they, they made fun of me. <laughs> and then they, then they ripped the walker right out from under him and he fell. And he broke his hip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I got my chainsaw and finished him off. Not okay. We're going to play an ad now. And then after the ad, we're going to spoil the whole movie. So there's your spoil warning, guys. If you are emotionally invested in the plot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> 9, it's going to be spoiled for you. Maybe go watch it if you care and then come back and hear the recap or to be honest just don't just don't watch it it's not worth it that was a that was a great ad break ha 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 funny ad ads are funny today now i loved it okay so much gravitas humanity so this movie starts the way that i remember all of these movies start this sexy teenagers are on a road trip in texas i have a question Mm mm-hmm is this generally is this actually what sexy teenagers look like these days? Because I don't know if I'm uh, down, not or more down with that. Because this is definitely a new take on the sexy teenage genre. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, it's, did you it's, find it's them a, it's, sexy? It's a hallowed uh, uh, horror movie tradition that people in their late twenties play teenagers. But I think one of the main characters, like, actually was young, and and she was maybe the only good character. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll try to describe the main characters as best I can. They are a troop, a traveling troop of of Zoomer influencers. <laughs> uh, there's three stock uh, older characters. Um, I don't remember their names. They're all influencers. The guy, there's one guy, he's the main influencer, and he's got his sister, I think, and then also his girlfriend. Or maybe that's not his sister, maybe it's his friend. Anyway, he's dating one of the girls. The, the other girl's like his 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 SEO social media consultant or something, and then she's wait, wait, brought- wait, is that actually what she was? Uh, I assume. I had no idea. Because she kept talking about business you. stuff. I oh I thought they were like a thruple. The oh that would be very zoomer. They are a a a, a poly uh goddamn what's the term? <laughs> a polycule. That's what I thought because there's a couple times when there's like some there's like some strange tension between them a couple times. <laughs> that's okay. injected and I was like, "Wait. What?" Okay, so a three-person zoomer influencer polycule along with one of their little sisters. Um Okay, you've got Dante. He is the he's a famous TikTok influencer. I, I don't know if it's ever made clear what his niche is. I thought maybe he was like an online chef, like a binging with Babish type. I don't know where I I got that from. If that's in no, the yeah, text, I think he was. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think he was. I think he's they're uh, they're like a chef. Like they, he and they do a chef. Although, okay, so. Th- they're, they kind of set it up like they're really famous, right? Mm-hmm. But then when they actually show the video on the phone, it has like 2,000 views, and he <laughs> goes, it's blowing up. Maybe he just posted it. <laughs> oh, very... 
He clearly didn't, but I understand how the script could try to put that across. <laughs> Melody is the brains of the operation. Dante and Ruth are the face. They're the influencers. And then just along for the ride is Melody's uh, uh, sad little sister, Lila, who likes to take pictures and has a tragic backstory that will be addressed later. Now, is Lila the one that you thought was the interesting one? Yeah. Yeah, same. I feel like they could have done a movie big service just uh, making that the, the real lead. Right. We spend a little too much time, again, like, developing <laughs> Leatherface's pathos. <laughs> yeah, that's what we needed. That's we have to understand. It's 2022, okay? Nobody wants this movie to be canceled for treating Leatherface uh for yeah for 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 non-personing him yeah and so uh we begin there at uh, like a truck stop lila the younger sister she sees like a news article from the events of the first movie and a picture of the final girl from that movie who i like i it was that is that a famous character like aside from being the final girl like is that a well-loved character anyway they 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 lampshade that really quick they're like oh yeah that happened and that girl survived. Uh, let's get back on the road. But before they do, they're filling up the tank. And these, you know, they're very worldly, forward-thinking, modern Zoomer influencers. And, ah, oh, who pulls up at the adjacent uh, gas uh, station except, you know, some MAGA, America first, open-carrying Texas hayseed who's, like, filling up his truck and and, you know... He says, let's go Brandon to them. And they're like, oh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, I, th- I implicitly hate this guy. Good thing we'll never see him anymore. They're so rude. And he's kind of flirting with with Melody. He's like, well, you, you only hate me because I'm so attractive to you. And she's That'd like, not fun. likely. <laughs> they're so rude to this guy. He didn't do anything. I get, well, he's open carrying, but like in the Texas, that's the law. He didn't even say anything to them. They just clocked his open carry and they're like, you piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, basically like it's, it's really fucked up. Like they're literally talking shit about him in like that passive way. And that actually read true to me. (laughs) Like it based on like a a high level, uh, very pessimistic assessment of culture of like, they're just like talking shit about this guy within earshot of him. And he, he has a gun and they're <laughs> right. at a gas station in the middle of nowhere and no one knows them. Right. And yeah, they're, they're, they're just talking shit directly to his face <laughs> uh, for no reason. He didn't, like, he, I don't even know if he looked at them. <laughs> like they just got he mad didn't. at him. He just, yeah. They're just like, how, oh man, look at this guy. And they specifically, I think they specifically say how tiny of a dick do you <laughs> yeah, have right. to have you must have to a small dick a to open carry. And it's like, well, if, if you think this is a dangerous man, even though he hasn't really given you cause for that, maybe don't talk about his small dick right in front of him. Yeah, that was the first part I checked out of this movie. I was like, this is fucking insane. I'm not entertained. The only thing I now want to see is the protagonist's death. <laughs> That's so all I want to see. They get back on the road and they head to Harlow, Texas, which is the town from the events of the original movie. It is not clear... At any point in this film, if we are following the continuity of the eight previous films, or if it is a soft reboot, a la the more recent Halloween films, but it's also not important. 
No, I don't no, think. Nothing about this is important. <laughs> so when they get to Harlow, they unveil uh, the setup, the premise of the plot, when I love this. So they're going to turn Harlow, site of a famous massacre, into a sort of Zoomer influencer Galt's Gulch of like what they're going to have all like they're going to have Jake Paul and PewDiePie uh, uh, and 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 the smiley face Minecraft dude are all going to move to Harlow and do their shit here and they're going to make a mecca for online influencers and I guess they're going to use Texas's generous tax breaks or something. This plan is ridiculous. The whole point of the decentralized online social media thing is that you don't all have to, you know, commute to the social influencer company. Like, <laughs> well, okay, the, okay. So this is where I got a little confused. Okay, again, in a second, they like they he's like, well, what are you doing here, right? And uh, they describe what they're doing, and then he says, "Oh, you're a cult." Yeah, they do not deny that. <laughs> Um, I got confused. I was like, are they a cult? Well, well, yeah, well, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So, like, they're touring the town. They're like, this is it. This is where we will make our our influencer Shangri-La. We just need to talk to the guy who owns the whole town, who's the mechanic. And when they go to see him, oh, it's the, it's the, that's the small dick open carry guy that they were just bashing. Womp womp. <laughs> Wait, is that the owner of the town? I don't know. They're like talking to him as no, if they're they, buying the town from him. Yeah, no, he's like their <laughs> contractor or something. We should say it's a ghost I town. Think. No one lives I, there. I'm perfectly willing to accept that that guy's the owner of the entire town because I have no idea what's going on in this movie at this and, point. Uh, the influencers, their plan is so brilliant. They've arrived and in about 30 minutes, <laughs> their investors are about to arrive. They haven't prepared anything. <laughs> they explicitly <laughs> said they had a week. Like, right. like, like, like maybe 15 minutes. And then there's like, oh my God, the bus is almost here. The party and bus so full confused. of investors. <laughs> it's like, like you could have, which you could have just like, fuck it. You could have like, like you're tired. You could have gotten a flat tire. And right. all of your investors would show up in this town before you. Uh, one of the first things that did actually get a laugh from me as they're touring the town, which like they're going to turn into, you know, their, their influencer, uh, town, they, they, uh, on an orphanage is flying a Confederate flag and they're like, oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh shit. If the investors see that, we're sunk. <laughs> yeah. If these, if these investors come to rural Texas ghost town and see a Confederate flag, they're going to flip. It's also like, well, yeah, don't be upset. No one's lived here for 20 years. The person who hung that flag is probably dead. <laughs> See, yeah, what I got to tell you, when I came out to invest in this uh, town of... T I'm sorry, a town? No, it's not a town, legally. Oh, it's, it's a site of a former massacre. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and I, I got I to gotta tell you, I'm not willing to invest. That's a Confederate flag. <laughs> right. I was fine with the the this five decades of murder, of mm -hmm. grizzly chainsaw murder, but Confederate flags in Texas, that's beyond the pale. So that's where we know that it has to be almost like a like a weird soft reboot because like they only talk about the one massacre, right? right? Yeah. So when they go into the orphanage to I don't know maybe like reach through the window to, to pull the flag down or whatever, uh, they find actually. 
there's two people still living there. There's the, an old lady who used to be the matron of the orphanage and her, her nine foot tall adopted son, Leatherface. And, and, you know, it was a sad scene here where the old lady's confused. She's like, no, that the bank said I had two more weeks and open carry guys like, nah, granny, we talked about this. You got to leave. They're turning this place into TikTokville. And, and, and she's like, don't throw me and my large adult son have nowhere else to go. And they take her out and like, she start, they call the, the sheriff and the sheriff comes to get her and she's having like a, a panic attack or a heart attack. And so the sheriffs are driving her away and Leatherface gets in to take care of her. And then Ruth, the influencer girl bafflingly is like but i have i i gotta go i, I gotta see this through <laughs> with the old lady and make sure yep. she's okay and she gets but this is the- not a person <laughs> that you want to see when you wake up from your heart attack slash stroke right. like can we add that the, the old lady was really nice she was and like abs- like to the point where the script was absurd in that she was so nice and so understanding and like trying in, in you know her character's like trying to see their point of view Right, she's even and, like, oh, you know, the, I put that Confederate flag there, you know, years ago. I don't mean anything by it. Um, I can take it down if you like. And they're like, no, lady, you get out of here. Yeah, that's where I got really confused about, like, what, do, like, what is the take of this movie? Yeah, who are we supposed to root for? Why, why are they trying to make sympathy for Leatherface? He's a murderer. I don't feel bad for Leatherface. <laughs> yeah. This, but yeah, like this lady's like really nice, and like Leatherface yeah. is just like a guy, and he's like, just no, like don't guy. be nice to my mom. Um, yeah. And clearly, the entire town is fine with him because they're just like, oh, who? Like the one of the sheriffs is literally like, who's that? And the other guy's <laughs> right. like, oh, that's just her son. No big deal. Yeah, I'm. How many eight foot tall, four hundred pound dudes live in Harlow? They couldn't. <laughs> the, the detective never put this shit together. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, uh, yep. Well, if let's if we examine the subtext for a little, actually, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 is actually a Maoist critique of the capitalist system. Because here we see the sort of vulgar and grotesque underclass represented by uh, Leatherface and his mother are being evicted by their landlords, the uncaring bourgeoisie Zoomer influencers. And so then Leatherface has to respond in an act of revolutionary violence to liberate the town. Finally, I understand the movie. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It all makes sense now, so clearly. They take they take Heart Attack Granny and Leatherface and for 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 no reason Ruth out of Harlow. Just then, the party bus full of I guess other Zoomer influencers or like Silicon Valley investors arrive in the party bus and you know that they 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 get the party started. He's like, "Look, they check party. out my TikTok massacre town. This is going to be the next uh the next Barstow uh, or the next Mission Hill. We're going to gentrify the fuck out of this and make it the cool place <laughs> to live." Like <laughs> Yeah, uh and then we'll all make our videos here in this central location. Okay. Uh, It'll be great. Meanwhile, Granny dies en route to the hospital, which uh, triggers 
Leatherface, massively triggered uh, Snowflake, and he responds by killing the cops, and so the car crashes, um, and then Ruth is knocked unconscious, and when she wakes up, she's she sees him, and he, he takes off the face of one of the cops and stretches it over his face, because that's his Leatherface routine, and she's on a shortwave radio describing this. She's like, he's she he's wearing his face and and actually someone receives this message on their shortwave radio and it is now it's the final girl from the original movie who has grown up to become a texas ranger and so you can see they are kind of ripping off the plot of the new halloween movies where they have gotten jamie lee curtis back to play, you know, like a you know, like the same thing as like T two. It's like she grew up and she became a fighter. So in case the threat ever came back, and so they're doing that now with the final girl from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Who I don't, I don't, I don't remember anything about her. But they brought the character back, but not the actress because the actress died a few years ago. So it's a new actress, which makes you wonder, like, why do it at all? I would like to kind of throw throw this out there that. Mm-hmm. They make a go to a huge effort to say that she has been searching for Leatherface. Not for like not th- very hard. For like 30, <laughs> yeah, for forty years, and the only place that she has not searched is the town where it all happened. Right. <laughs> oh That's it. boy! Everywhere else, she checked, and now mm-hmm, she finally gets a lead. She, she oh, he's wearing believe his face. it or not. <laughs> uh, and then Ruth gets killed brutally. Um, which I enjoyed. But I thought that was great. Back at Harlow, the the Zoomer influencers are having a party. They don't really get off the party bus the whole time. They just stay in that very enclosed space, and and you know they're all they're all streaming mm-hmm. uh, simultaneously to their followers. And I guess they're like auctioning off the shitty buildings in town. It's like okay, which which of you TikTok? Zoomers wants the the fire department. <laughs> okay, I found this pretty funny. Um, this movie was unintentionally very funny at times, um, and I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. I know I wasn't supposed to, but I enjoyed it. Um, there were there were some genuinely funny mo- uh, moments. And a second ago, I want I want to interject when uh, when when uh, the Leatherface gets that first kill on the the, the teenager. Was her name Ruth? Yeah. I actually really liked the gore in that scene. That was the only scene to me, kind of being the first one, that had uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of gas to it. Um, yeah, and that was a tense scene because, like, the way that the car was crashed, she couldn't get out, and so like her mm-hmm. only hope was either to play dead or see if she can get any help on the shortwave radio. But like at the end, it does her no good. Yeah, that that part was like legitimately tense. See, exactly. I'm just I'm just trying to say in a in a in an absolute quagmire of shit. I, I just want to make sure to highlight that that was a decent scene. If they had if they had taken that and like used that as a blueprint, would have been a different movie. So while the influencers are partying and auctioning off the barber shop uh, to a Fortnite streamer, uh, little sister <laughs> Lila shares a character moment with Open Carry Mechanic Man, and you know we find out that she has a fear of guns. Because she is a survivor, and again, 
very topical and and you might criticize the movie for like being you know overly uh grasping or too topical or not you know too timely uh to really have any staying power but i actually i to give the movie a tiny bit of credit i was impressed that they went there for this yeah i thought the scene worked too she is more or less like she's a survivor of a high school school shooting evoking like the parkland shooting and she survived that and so she has a lingering fear of guns and and that was a a decent characterization and it's established that because of that she has like a heightened sense of danger um and 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 she no longer freezes up in life or death situations and again ballsy of the movie to go there because that's an extremely sensitive topic um, and, and also an interesting kind of character that I don't think I've, I've seen in like other horror movies. Yeah. There was a lot that could have been played with there for sure. Uh, but was not to be clear. And beca- mechanic man is like, well, you don't have to be afraid. Look like this is what it looks like when the safety's on. This is how you take it off. Um, you know, I, I always, I don't put my finger in this part, uh, unless I'm planning to shoot somebody. This so there's really nothing to be afraid of, of the gun itself. And and I, 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 I don't actually remember if this scene happened, but in my mind, the next thing that happened is like her sister, uh, uh, Melody comes in and is like, Lila, get away from that gun. It's, it's the worst thing ever. How could you show my sister a gun, you redneck, uh, uh, uh Trump voting man? Don't <laughs> stay away from her. <laughs> Sounds right. Sounds right. Honestly, okay. That could have been the first scene of the movie and it would have been like a million times better. Yeah, the, the, we're about that. we're about forty minutes into the movie at this point. Like, it literally, could have opened on that, skipped every single thing that happened up to this point. I mean, <laughs> it would have been like a hundred times. No, the whole movie needs to. This plot makes no sense. <laughs> the whole like Galt's Gulch for influencers in nowhere, Texas, where a massacre took place. Like that is such an out there premise that it could have been so simple. Instead, literally, just have them. Teenagers traveling through the town. That's always have been the, exact the plot. Same characters. <laughs> like that's all we want. That's all anyone wants. Stop. Okay, so at this point, Leatherface makes his way back to the town, and you know he appears with his gross Leatherface in front of Dante, the main influencer, and he's now he's got his chainsaw going too, and Dante's like. Hey man, this ain't it. This is a bad look. Don't don't cut me with that <laughs> chainsaw, chief. And then he does. Um and, <laughs> very and satisfying. Dante dies. All the other characters, all the other influencers run into the bus. Lila like runs and hides smartly. Um and then Melody goes to chase after her. And then I got the sense here, this this was the whole reason they made the movie. This was the whole elevator pitch for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. So when Leatherface gets on the party bus, full of Zoomer influencers, and he's got his chainsaw, and they all whip out their phones, and they're all streaming at the same time, and one guy's like, hey, watch out, bro, we got you on stream. Make one bad look and you're canceled. And that was the whole point of the movie was so they can't have a character say that. I I agree. And they definitely did sell the premise of the movie on that to people who 
backed it. Like, 100%. <laughs> guaranteed. And honestly, all right, this is my favorite scene. It was so, it was not because it was good, not because it was like satisfying to see them get like cut up for that reason. <laughs> right. For threatening to cancel Leatherface. I just liked it. And the extra, right, was, the extra minor more. character who delivered that line did a good job. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, it was a truly gory, horror movie worthy scene that did not hold back. No. And I like that. So he massacres all of the Zoomers. They're all streaming the, they're streaming, they're live streaming their own grisly murders. There's a funny <laughs> section where like you see their phones as they're streaming and the commenters are like, wait, are you actually being murdered? This is a bad look. This ain't <laughs> it, chief. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be a no from me. <laughs> yeah, this is a yikes from me. <laughs> We're all trying to find the guy who did this. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's crowdsource an investigation, get it on a murder podcast ASAP. And so now uh Melody and her little sister Lila are trying to uh escape the town uh together. And and who comes to help them but f- original movie Final Girl in a Texas Ranger uh uniform and she does battle with Leatherface and he kills her very anticlimactically. Yes, that uh I kind of weirdly appreciated how anticlimactic that was. Because they did not set up that for it to be climactic. Yeah, but so she like, like she almost she didn't really do anything except buy some time for them, I guess. Not even that, honestly. Because <laughs> like, they're they're more or less in the same situation once she's dead. Yeah, she just got wrecked. And, and I kind of, the, the only reason I appreciated that at all is because they didn't spend any real, like, time, like, pumping it up. So it would have been even worse to me if they had tried to set up, like, this huge climax that just no one cared about. Right. Instead, and you can't, it's like, you're, you can't you're just another with victim Halloween. again. You can't do the, like, the Halloween Jamie Lee Curtis thing because the final girl from the first movie was never, like, a, an important character with any depth anyway. She was just a stock, like, horror movie character. Yeah, I mean, if you watch the original, like, you're definitely, like, rooting pretty hard for her. But at the same time, yeah, just, it doesn't have that. We knew what they were going for. But kudos to them for not. Okay, this is probably, honestly, I don't even know why I'm saying that. This this was not intentional. They probably <laughs> thought that was cool. And they're like, yeah, this is fucking. This is just like Halloween. Oh, my God. Ugh. Or, you yeah, know, no, they but, also did this in the most recent Terminator movie. Where they had, mm-hmm. uh. Sarah Connor's yeah, come it's, back it's as like thing. an old old badass lady. This is basically it's becoming a trope now. Yeah, they could have literally started. They could have just started the movie with her showing up back in Harlow to investigate something that's not in any way a Leatherface murder. Right. Right. She's just doing her job as a ranger, and then shit goes down. Like, or like have, so have her be the main this. character, and then we don't even know yeah. that she's the final girl until like the the second act or whatever, and that could be a reveal. There's so many ways. Oh my god! All right, let's keep going. We're almost through. So <laughs> we're almost through this pile of shit. When Final Girl, like right before she dies, she tells Lila, she's like, "Don't run away like I did. It's it's gonna it's gonna what? ruin your life. You, you'll never be able to get over it. You got to stand and fight." And it's, it's like, is that good advice in this situation? No, no it's not. <laughs> I lived by running. You should stay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone else died. I lived because I ran. Don't run. 
it'll it, you'll hate it. What? Uh, so they do work together. The sisters do. Um, Lila takes Final Girl's gun and and she ambushes Leatherface. When he gets shot, he drops the chainsaw, and so Melody runs over and grabs it, disarming him. Um, this is weird. They defeat Leatherface by kicking him into a, uh, some water, and he sinks like a like a bag of rocks <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Nobody ever taught him, you know. Right? No, just nobody ever taught him to swim. He just okay. sinks. It's not his fault. This right. is this, uh, this is just another symptom, okay, of an abusive childhood, okay, and right, and and all of you people a, who think that being exactly. able to float is a normal human characteristic are being ableist. Check your privilege. <laughs> um. So there, they have like the ending scene. They're like, "We made it. We're gonna escape. Let's get into our 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 Tesla Model S." Which is self-driving. This was such a weird ending. <laughs> like, it, it, was, really, it, it was also... It, it, I caught me unexpected. Honestly, it did. Th- I mean, the ending itself was fine. The whole thing of like, let's get into a self-driving Tesla and escape <laughs> that way. And it's yeah. going to just like leisurely drive out of town at 15 miles an hour. It's like, can neither of you drive? Just drive. Just like, <laughs> Tesla, they're... <laughs> <laughs> There's a an eight foot cannibal on our tail. All right, make sure you make sure you have that protocol going. So yeah, they're 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 listlessly, you know, just cruising out, out of town. Yeah, everything's chill. All right, <laughs> and then Leatherface uh, appears from nowhere, and he grabs the older sister and cuts off her head with a chainsaw, and then. Uh, Lila can only watch helplessly as the self-driving car very slowly just <laughs> again lazily cruises out of town and if uh, only I could drive and Leatherface taunts her and and I don't know did you see there's actually a there's an after credit scene no I didn't watch that so I, Leatherface I, I, he- I immediately turned it off and tried <laughs> to purge my mind uh, of everything that happened to me so he leaves the, he leaves the town and he goes to the farmhouse from the first movie. That's the final that's the that's the real end of the oh. movie. He had me all psyched up there and then it just sucked <laughs> just as hard as everything else. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, well then actually Leatherface had a home the whole time. Why didn't he just pitch that to Granny? Be like, I oh, I actually have a farmhouse we can go to. Would this is know? something that I was very confused about because the first thing is about his whole family, right? Yeah. And in that movie, he's already an adult. So it's right. like, wh- why? Also, how old are well, you? Leatherface has got to be like 80. <laughs> yeah, he's really, really old. The final girl um, is quite elderly. <laughs> and he was older than her, or at least the same age. Yeah. Uh, so throughout the movies, and I will say this, it's also depicted that Leatherface is actually afraid of his own family. Mm. throughout the movies like that's part of the driving thing like that's why a lot of what he does what he does is because he's actually afraid of his own family Mm -hmm. he's trying to defend himself it's never portrayed really as a uh like a sympathetic thing it's just a fact like his family is way crazier than he will ever be um and like we were talking about earlier that's something that's hugely missing here is like there's just 
it's like someone who knew absolutely nothing about this series was given the opportunity to write a script. Right. And and, and the, the, the screenwriter, uh, guy, Chris uh, Devlin, kind of cool name, actually. This is his first screenplay. He'd never written anything other than this. Uh, you wonder what kind of nepotism got him the screenwriter role for this. And he's like, well, let me go on Twitter. What are people, what are people saying? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Canceled. Okay. On fleek. Okay. Yeah. I'll put that into the script. Right? <laughs> do, okay. Wait, do we know, can we look this up real quick? Can we get, can we get the tech team on this? Uh, can we, how, how old is this pal? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Hmm, let me look it up. Chris Thomas Devlin. Again, Thomas sweet Devlin. last name. How long until we have a uh, tech crew? Look these things up for us. Right. Yeah, we need a producer. I feel like that's I, pretty important. I can't find any information about him. Uh, here's his Instagram. <laughs> okay, well, that's good enough. That's good enough. We'll see. No, the account is private. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Devlin, what are you doing? Chris we, we... Thomas Devlin age question mark there. here we go i like this uh this is from his wikipedia he was hired as the screenwriter in texas chainsaw massacre 2022 which was a direct sequel to the original film and ignored all other installments of the franchise i would argue also ignored the original film completely okay well there we go we found out it's a soft reboot guys or reboot cool yeah, okay, there's a picture of him, too, and this guy is... Okay, he's probably like... Uh, he looks to be like, about our age, based on his picture. Yeah, he's about our, Maybe a little younger. He's, he's, pretty, he's a pretty good-looking guy, Chris, out there, you know. Just throw that out there. I hate your screenplays, but, you know. Yeah. Cute guy. Cute guy. No information on how old he might be. What we, okay, here's interesting... On cellpox.com, which I that's a terrible name. It's like a celebrity. <laughs> Is that a real website? Apparently, he at least he has a graduate degree, which means he's at least 24. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, cellpox.com. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's his diet. He's a non-vegetarian. Me too. We have a lot in common, me and this guy. Yeah, which I would... <laughs> I've never heard that term before. Chris Not Thomas Vel- Delvin, if you're out there, we want you on the ah, show. We want to help Mr. you Brooklyn. write. We want to help you write Texas Chainsaw Massacre 10. Mm-hmm. And we'll that it. one, like you should, you know, kind of like, kind of like Jason goes to Manhattan. We can do Leatherface goes to Barstow and we can just have like nothing but like Zoomer, hipster, gentrifiers. And, you know, it'll, it'll be a, it'll be a good way to escalate the situation. Yeah, okay, wait, maybe, you know, the the failing economy in Harlow has driven him out. <laughs> right. And he's got to go try to get a job. So, you know, it'll be one of those, like, you know, adjusting to a new place comedies. Right. Make it a and, little, make it a little rom-com. And then, the you know, at his new, he gets, he's a barista for Starbucks. And he a Karen comes in and she's oh, like, where's your yeah. mask, Leatherface? And, you know, he can't talk. And he's so he he rips off the bottom half of her face and puts it on like a, a K97. That's the inciting Love incident. <laughs> I was just protecting myself and, and the ones around me from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I needed his face. So, yeah, oh, that, that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre 
2022, 9 or 2, nine. depending on the timeline. Colin, uh, it's bad. It, it's bad. It Interestingly, it had the number one slot on Netflix for a couple days in a row after it came out. Um, so I guess kind of popular. <laughs> so did Is It Cake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably have a better time with Is It Cake. Although you a, a crossover do. between the two would be an interesting prospect. <laughs> is it? Wait, is it? Would we go Is It Chainsaws? Or well, the Leatherface Texas goes to pick up the chainsaw, and then cake. it's just cake, and it crumbles in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And that just makes Perfect. him angrier. Well, that's that's the inciting reason. I mean, I understand. I'm sympathetic toward him now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope that more high-profile horror movies come out soon, because I, I haven't really heard about much on the horizon other than Jeepers Creepers 4 is apparently coming out this year it's it was supposed to have been coming out for the past couple years which does not necessarily bode well <laughs> for that movie uh yeah, i don't know i'm a believer i love the jeepers creepers me too me too and I, I hope we get to talk about them if that movie ever comes out the original is so good i like the sequel too not as good but i still like it yeah, it was cute Okay, I guess maybe, is it three or four? I think there's. Th- I think there are three that are out. I never saw the third one because I heard it was god-awful, and they're making a fourth. Uh, yeah, the third. Uh, the third, and then there was, I think there was a bunch of uh, almost like like made-for-TV-esque content under a different name. Okay. About the franchise at some point. Yeah, um, so we'll, we will definitely be back to talk about that, or any other big horror movie that comes out soon. Again, like, I'm, I'm not, I haven't heard, I didn't, I didn't even hear when this movie came out. But any major horror franchise or or release, we'll be here to talk about. Yay! Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, twenty twenty terrible movie. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. All of the like the the Zoomer shit was hilarious. Um, it was so funny. <laughs> it's it's not even a feature length film. It's only eighty minutes long, so you can get through most of it pretty quickly. And you can skip I did the like beginning. That. It was in and out. It yeah. was in and out. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, Adam. Uh, it was. It's been a bop. Is that the appropriate thing to say? It's been that a sounds, bop. That sounds. That sounds pretty right. It was, I don't know. You're you're good at that. I'm not. It was. I'm uh, trying. It was real, real chuggy and poggers to have you here. No cap. Um, you know when we do these horror movies reviews, the two of us, it really hits different. Um. <laughs> And please continue. I want to hear two, two, two to five more. And Let's your go. commentary really slaps. Mm. Now I feel fulfilled. Thank you. You've almost made up me having to watch <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. All right, guys. Uh, okay, Boomer and Bet, and we're low key gonna say goodbye now. Goodbye. Bye. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy, just can't get enough.